recording. Cool. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hello, Hello listeners. And welcome to Millennial Moms. My name is Magdalene. And my name is Megan. Today's a very exciting day because it's our very first podcast ever. Today's episode will mostly be an introduction. We'll be talking a little bit about ourselves, our kids, uh, what inspired this podcast, and what we hope to achieve. Awesome. So, um, yeah, my name is Megan. I am 28 years old. I have a two and a half year old son. I am a single mom. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm raising him all by myself and I work two jobs. I'm a full-time employee during the day as well as an evening job that I have working freelance seven days a week and obviously I am a full-time mom and maintain, maintaining a household as well. So um, my story is a little bit, not very much different I would say yeah. from yours, Malen. Yeah. We're very so. much different. Yeah. Well, my name is Magdalene aka Malen. You'll hear Megan call me that. My friends and family call me Malen. I'm 27. I have a nine-year-old. I had her when I was 17, um, and I'm currently pregnant with my second baby. Uh, I'm a college graduate working full-time at a job that literally has nothing to do with what I studied. Go figure. But Right. Um, About 90% of the population of college graduates. Right. But <laughs> I'm on the pursuit of finding something that'll f- make me feel fulfilled, hopefully. So you're on the pursuit of happiness? Oh, for sure. I think I've been, <laughs> I've been on that pursuit for like 10 years. For me all, though. <laughs> so um, our first topic that we're going to go over is, I think, very relatable for not only moms, but for any really working individual. Um, we're going to go over time management, but obviously this is going to be from our perspective as moms and, you know, how we try and find time to have our own free time to kind of like you know, recuperate maybe from a stressful day or just trying to find something outside of being a mom. Right. So something that fulfills us. Um, what, what do you think? What, what is your time management? What do you do to unwind? Um, what's well, changed a lot since I got pregnant, but um, I've noticed because I do suffer from anxiety and I do notice that I do have to do things before I go to bed in order to have like a productive day I guess the next day like for example I have to wash my kitchen has to be clean before I go to bed because if I get home and something comes up and like my, my house is a mess or mm-hmm. even just like the dishes are there I feel like I can't do anything and I feel like I have to do that before mm-hmm. I leave so just little things like that um, I'm, I am lucky enough where my daughter's dad and I do get along so he when so he gets her three days a week um, those three days are like my free time but now that I'm having another baby it's like how am I gonna have this free time no I'm gonna have to reevaluate that yeah for Mm -hmm. sure and um so yeah like I think it's just prioritizing things to be able to not feel guilty when I do want that me time yeah um whether it's doing like all the laundry when she's with her dad or like I mentioned like the dishes being done just so that like I don't know, we go on that chill on the hill thing, and if my house is a mess, I can't enjoy being out with wow. her if I, if I know that my house is dirty. Because you're thinking about Cause that. Because then I'm not just thinking, like, I have to do that. I'm like, crap, now when I get home tomorrow, it's going to be double the dishes. It's oh. going to be double. So it's just, like, okay. little things like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, what about you? Uh, time management. I, it's so weird, but I'm, like, one of those people where I will literally prioritize my day in my mind, everything that needs to get done, 
and if something goes out of whack or something's behind schedule, it absolutely drives me nuts. Oh, wow. Like, it, it's like, in my head, it's it's tweaking, like, all right, so I had this appointment at 4 p.m. It is now 5 o'clock. How is, how is this going to throw me off then the rest of the day? Oh, wow. You know, yeah. like, I'm going to have to push back other things or <clears throat> roll them over into the next day. It's just, <clears throat> I don't know why. And I remember I had a friend that told me, she was like, if something does not go your way, you like you flip out but she she took it as a way like i need something to go my way all the time but no it's just me and where i need i make this schedule and i set it up for a reason but it's just like i tend to forget that not everyone is on the same schedule as me you know what i mean so that's me realizing that there's some things that i just can't i just can't um what's i call i can't reconcile it on my own or i have i have to cope with it you know what i mean but um yeah that's pretty much like what I do is I time manage everything into my life down to even my grocery list. Oh my God. Yeah. That's good though. I feel like I need to learn from that because there's times where I'm like, you know, fuck that. I'm, I need to like enjoy be my life or be spirit. more free. Yeah. And not, yeah. not just for myself, but for my daughter too. Cause I've noticed that sometimes she wants to do something and I'm like, no, I need to clean. Mm. And I remember growing up, my mom would say the same thing and I would get so mad. Like Saturday mornings yeah. were spent cleaning and I was like, I'm never going to do that to my kids. I'm never going to, you know, cleaning comes second. And now I find myself being like my mom, which is not a bad thing. My mom's not a bad person, but it's hard. It's hard managing everything. And especially when my boyfriend, he, he helps me a lot, but it's not, he doesn't prioritize cleaning the same way that I do. So it's kind of like one of those things where I'm like, I need to do this before we can go. And he's like, why? Why? Let's just go. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it can be hard, but I think there are certain times when you kind of like realize like, all right, I just need to chill out Mm -hmm. and do this. You know what I mean? But free time, free time. What is that? What is that? What is this? Because I mean, I have, I have him all the time. If I'm not at work, then I come home with him. Yeah, you don't get a break. No. Cause you know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm like legit the opinion yeah. of a single mom whose dad's not around <laughs> whatsoever. But I mean, and that's fine because yeah. then I, I heard that co-parenting can be a little bit easier uh, depending on the relationship that you have with the dad. It, I was, it was not always easy for me. See? We had to go to court and it was so hard. It was so hard to get to where we are now. And even now I can't even say it's perfect because there's times where I get frustrated with, he has a different thing, different parenting style than I do. Mm-hmm. So if I say something to him, he gets offended. And I'm like, I don't mean to offend you, mm-hmm. but this is the way I do things. So, <laughs> and that's, But that seems to be one of the bigger conflicts, right. you and know, then, yeah. with, parent, with two parents that have to co-parent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because their parenting styles are so different. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's hard. I, I don't know. I mean, I can't really... I mean, in a way, I always tell you you're lucky that you don't have to deal with him because then there'd be times where you have to ask him for permission for something, and then if he were to say no, it makes it harder, and I'm like, can't. Like, I, th- I think I told you the story about when I changed her schools. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did not want me to change her schools, and I was finally like, you know what, I'm just going to apply. She gets accepted. I'm just going to move her. He can't do anything about it. Right. And he did not like that. But then when she once she got accepted, he was like, okay, whatever, I guess. He didn't say anything, but mm-hmm. it's just like little things like that that you don't have to deal with. Right, because in that moment, I'm sure you were like stressed about it. Like, oh, oh I yeah. want to do this. Oh, yeah. And know? then when he didn't even say anything, when he when he when she got accepted, I was like, oh, I would have done this a long time ago. <laughs> right. And I don't, so, I don't know that feeling. Yeah. I mean, I think the... 
the hardest part about being such a single parent is obviously not having really any time to yourself but it's like I've gotten so used to it like sometimes it'll cross my mind like oh I wish I could just have a night or a weekend to myself you know but then I'm just like eh, it passes yeah. because I'm so used to it but then like um the other hard part is obviously the financial aspect because yeah. you're do you're doing it all by yourself you know yeah but and that's a big issue too that's a whole other topic <laughs> right and we can go on about that one but time management I handle my time management really well. I just get anxiety when it doesn't go your way as on my schedule, yeah. on my plan. <laughs> you know what I mean? How my setup plan is. Yeah. But I'm getting better. That's good. Um, so let's kind of backtrack a little bit. Yeah, we and rambled again. This is, huh? I said we rambled again. That's okay. Yeah. Um, we're just going to backtrack to, you know, this is our fir- first podcast and we really appreciate the listeners that we do have right now. If you're still sticking around after our rambling intro, thank you so much. Um, but we kind of want to go over as to why we started this podcast. It was actually Melan's idea, but I'll let her get into that. Um, and then also the fears about starting a podcast, just because this is a huge step for anyone to make. Um, so yeah, why don't you, I mean, tell me as to how this idea came about for the podcast. Um, it was a, a couple of things, actually. It was just one of those things where I graduated. I could not find a job for the life of me everyone wanted you know experience or they wanted me to have worked full-time for a couple years and I hadn't because I was in school and I was only working part-time you know and I found myself stuck at this job and then I got laid off from that job and I was it, it was just one of those times in my life where I was like I am about to be at the time I was 25 I wasn't going to be 27 but I just felt like I'm like I'm running out of time and I'm not, I have nothing to show for my life. I was living with my parents. I I was just stuck. And I had been listening to podcasts for a while. And I didn't get the idea to start a podcast until after a couple of, of good ones that I was listening to. I was like, hey, why can't I talk about? Or I mean, like, why can't I start one? But then I was like, wait, I have nothing to talk about. I'm living at home at a dead-end job I just lost my job yeah it was just like a hard time but then I got a new job and everything was like okay for a while but then it came to me again another time I'm like I did not study to do this I'm I'm stuck again and I mean this job has potential to go up um has you know good benefits but it was still not my dream it was not my goal I did not this isn't something that I thought I would be doing for the rest of my life you know Mm -hmm. and um so you were more so looking for something like your happy place, not necessarily just like staying in a job for longevity. Oh, right. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you hear people all around you that are in these unhappy jobs. And I just was like, why? Why do we keep doing this? Why? And I mean, I understand people have to work for a living. I'm not saying right. I don't want to work. I do want to work. I like to work. I would go stir crazy not working. But um, so, yeah, uh, fast forward a couple years, actually a year later, I moved and I found out I was pregnant and I, I started I would listen to podcasts that had to do with pregnancy uh birth stories and you know that stuff and then I was like wait but no one everyone that I listen to is married or they have mm-hmm. like their households and their husbands and my I mean my boyfriend's involved but it was still like you're not still living that super typical yeah typical like we're not married and then I would I told you right like I would notice people staring at my finger and then staring at my bump and I was yeah. like stop like I started feeling ashamed and so then when I started thinking I came back to the podcast idea and I started thinking you know 
there's more people like me out there. Not everyone's married. Like, the, like the statistics of unmarried pregnant women is going up. And, I mean, sure, I'm sure we can all relate in some aspect to that. And or know someone, or know some, sure. yeah. And then they're so they're single moms. And my, my sister's a single mom, and um, I mean, technically, I'm not single, but when I do my taxes, I'm single, so you know, I'm single, right? right. <laughs> yeah, so it was just like, yeah. And then I started looking for someone that I wanted to do podcasts with, couldn't find anyone, and I was like, you know, I'm just gonna have conversations with people and see who I click with more. And then we started having those handmade tale conversations. <laughs> That's when you knew. Yeah, I was like, this is my podcast soulmate. I need to ask her. And then, yeah, so I remember I messaged you and I was like, hey, I have to ask you something. Yeah, and I thought she was going to, like, you guys don't know Melinda. I thought she was going to kind of, like, ask me something about, like, maybe pregnancy and, like, going into labor. Is it true that you really poop? What did you happen? All that kind of stuff. Like, that's what I was preparing myself for. Like, she's going to crack a joke. Never did I think it was going to be to ask me to be, like, a co-host on the podcast, which... I, I took the opportunity and ran with it, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, my, like when she brought this idea up to me, I didn't look at it as an opportunity to be rich whatsoever. Oh, no. I looked at it as an opportunity to reach other people or like even connect with listeners so mm-hmm. they can, you know, chime in on topics, you know, or share their ideas or their own personal and stories. Their stories. Yeah, exactly. That's the big thing because mm-hmm. I mean, granted, there's so many ways that you can connect with people. But this is one of the ways that I've never tried to connect with other people. Yeah. Aside from, like, social media or going outside to social events and all that kind of stuff, you know? And I was... I didn't have... I mean, now one of my best friends is pregnant, too. And But at the time, I was like, I don't know anyone that's in my situation. Like, everyone... Like, the one my one friend that has two kids is married. Mm. And... I'm not. And just like, is that, are they... Can they relate? Yeah. Yeah. And then other friends that I had in the past, it was like... They would date guys, and their end goal was never to be married. We would talk. They would be. They would say things like, "Oh, I'm never gonna get married." I'm like, "Then why are you dating?" Like, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like, I guess everyone has their thing, but I'm like, I'm. I would never waste time. Um, I would never waste time dating someone if it was gonna be like dead end. Like, I. I personally always wanted something. So. Yeah. I'm something more than just a boyfriend. A husband is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, at least at least a ring. You know, like, come on. Well, the end goal <laughs> getting the but ring yeah, is to be married. Yeah, and married. it's just, I don't know. And I feel like nowadays so many people have lost that, that, um... That want. That want for love. I don't know, like, people lost hope in love. And I was, the other day, I sent a group chat, and I won't say with who, but everyone wrote back. They're like, fuck love, fuck Aww. being engaged. And I was so sad. I was like, this... Oh, like I'm, I'm. It makes me so sad that people have been in like bad relationships or have gone through so much that now they see being engaged is such a bad thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's just necessarily a like a crappy situation that they were in, or it's just because they didn't use it more as like that re- that relationship as a learning lesson. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And that's that is really sad, and people it fail is. to realize that in order to have love. You need to feel pain, too. Oh, for sure. You know, whether if that relationship ends or whether it, you know, it perseveres. Right. Just because you're in love, it does not mean that it's going to be all cupcakes and rainbows. You know? (laughs) Yeah. I I know no one that is in a... No relationship is perfect. Nope. 
it can be a friendship or like a no, yeah. relationship relationship yeah mm-hmm. we rambled again but <laughs> no I think we got a little bit off topic but that's okay yeah I mean that's just how we are but yeah what about you my fears of the podcast fears of podcast and yeah um my fear about starting the podcast was probably of not being consistent with it and I think that it could be a lot of people's fears when they're getting anything oh, yeah. that can reach the public out you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. obviously I have a lot going on and then you're going to have a lot going on with the baby. So it's mm. just like, that's my fear. But, you know, that's, I think that's common. That's the only fear that I have. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm positive that we are going to be able to connect with other people mm-hmm. and have them feel like, wow, I can really relate to them yeah. or I can relate to one or the other. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm confident in that. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I was more afraid of, I didn't even think about that. I mean, I was, I, I did think about like, oh shoot, what if I don't have time to meet up? But we'd always make time. We live so close to each other that we could always make time. But my biggest fear was opening up or telling stories that nobody but my close like friends and family know about. Because mm-hmm. our town is so small. And it's like... <laughs> I kind of thought that that was going to be one of your fears too. Yeah. And yeah, because I've always... It's not that I care what people think, but it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't want you to look at me differently because I'm telling you it, like something that I've never told a lot of people, you know? Yeah. So that was one of my biggest fears and I don't know. Or just people judging me based on things that I say. The thing is, is I guess when you put anything public out there, you have to remember yeah. that there is a chance that you're going to be judged or oh, yeah. patronized for what yeah. you're saying, even yeah. though it's your life story. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that, and that's that's the biggest thing that I've been preparing myself for, because my boyfriend told me the same thing. He was like, you know, if this gets out there, people are going to listen, and especially if they know that it's you, they're going to look for it, and they're going to, mm-hmm. you know, you have to just, he's like, just prepare yourself, and I was like, oh, I know. I'm, it's true. It's, I don't know, it's just a little... It's just one of those fears that I helped her overcome to pursue this that I've wanted to do for two years now. So, mm-hmm. And that's the end goal, though, is that you, you wanted to do this, you know, and here you are, you're doing it, and sometimes you're going to have to put touchy subjects oh, yeah. about your personal life on the line, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I guess I can see how that would be a fear, you yeah. know, letting your vulnerability show to complete, complete strangers, strangers yeah. you know? Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to overcome that because I want to be able to interact with other people. I want to be able to, like, I don't know, connect and finding a place where... Or be, this being able to be a place where we can all connect. Yeah. People can be like, oh, you know, like, not necessarily being in my position, but being be able to say, like, you know, I'm also having a baby with someone and I want to be married, but they haven't said anything. It's yeah. like, you know, like, little... It's like, just, to, just to be able to relate to someone or helping someone to talk through their... Their, I wouldn't call them fears. What would you call them? Struggles? Um, obstacles? Obstacles? No. Yeah, nah, I don't know. It's just like over not being overcoming anything. It's just like being able to relate to the same thing. Yeah. So I'm just, yeah. That's Reaching true. out to people. Yeah. And if that's what you really want to do, then that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. You know? And you're pursuing your dream. Yeah. Would you say that this is your dream? Or... So that's that was the other topic that oh, we're going to yeah. talk about. Which is pursue your dream or conform and stay in the norm. Yeah, I don't think anyone should ever conform. But sometimes people are conforming without knowing it. 
Yeah. And that's that's the scary part that is that they is don't so know. Scary. I feel like then you're just like a robot. Yeah. And that's emotions. exactly how I <sighs> felt when I got laid off and I started the new job. I was like content and like, okay, at least I have a job. Oh, and then I was that's just the worst. I know. And then I found myself just waiting for the weekend to come. And oh. I'm like, I've been what? Like I cannot live my life waiting for Fridays to come. Mm-hmm. That's not a life. I felt like there's more. There's so much more out there. Yeah. So You're right. Yeah. But Unfortunately, anything that's uncomfortable or like change can be uncomfortable, it's but you know like, yeah. that it's, it's going to feel so good in the end doing it. Mm-hmm. But I, I always have had my longtime dream and it never changed. Like I've had this dream, God, how, how old was I? Like 18. Do you want to talk about it or? Yeah, that was the, what I want to do is be in the Peace Corps. Like oh, that's just that's my, so cool. I know that's that what I've been so wanting to do cool. for 10 years. And then it's just, it obviously got put on hold. For now, mm-hmm. because you know, I can't take my child to a third world country mm-hmm. at this point, you know. And I just remember when I told my son's father that I was pregnant, I was like, I wanted to be in the Peace Corps, oh my God. you know. And obviously, that's not something that he cares about, right. but it's just like I just remember saying that in that moment, like, that's how I'm like, that's how I know that it's so important to me mm-hmm. that I wanted to do that and I want to do that. It's because I brought it up yeah. in that moment. In the it's hardest not, moment of your yeah, life. Yeah. It's, it's not one of those moments where you're like, oh, I would love to do that. And then you're just like, eh, whatever, forget about it. No, it's something that has always been in my heart that I always wanted to do. And do you, I, is it like the Peace Corps in general or is it just going to a third world country and helping? Yeah, that's what I want to do. To go a little bit off topic, um, my mom, the church that she goes to, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure your son has to be a little bit older to go, but they have... Um, what is it called? Not camps. But they have, like, at the church, they have, like, certain times of the year where the families can sign up and go with the church. And their families kind of do it to to kind of... The parents do it to show the kids, um, like, a different life, like, so they appreciate their life here. Mm-hmm. And they're able to take their kids, and they do that as a family vacation because it's, like, we could afford to go on these other trips, but we're teaching our kids values and you know and so that's just so important yeah it, oh it's so important especially nowadays when kids come i i'm even guilty of that growing up think like feeling um like what you had is not sufficient yeah not even just enough but i feel how do they call it like what is that typical millennial word and i hate it where they say that we feel like we deserve privileged, privileged and i hate that because i'm like i don't feel privileged i mm. I mean, I was privileged in the way that my parents helped me. Yeah. But, like... But not like you deserve it. Not, not... Yeah, exactly. Because I have... Everything that I have, I've bought it. Like, my parents have never given me a car. They've never given me, like, all this money to buy my... Like, everything that I started is because of me. But because of them... Like, for example, when I was living at my mom's, she didn't charge me what a normal rent would be so that I would be able to save money. So she helped me in that way. But, yeah, I forgot what we were talking about because I rambled again. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, your dream, your dream. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Your dream, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, is that the, that, is that the end of it? <laughs> like, I felt like there was still going to be more There was story. more, but I was like, crap, I always ramble and I always start talking about, like, this other shit. I don't even know how we got onto that topic. Because Peace Corps was here and I started oh, yeah. telling you examples of someone you can how still you go with him. Oh, yeah. You can still go with him. That would be really cool for him to see. I've thought about taking, um, I don't want to say her name, but my daughter, but 
now that I have the baby, I would have to leave her behind because I would. Oh, yeah. But I would love to do that with my daughter because she's at least getting to the age where she would appreciate that stuff mm-hmm. and um, be able to take that with her. So We see that we... I mean, obviously in third world countries, how they have it is com- how how poor they are is completely different than how poor we are here. Oh, yeah. But there obviously are still opportunities, not opportunities, but, like, ways that we can still show our kids that we do have it off better, you know? You know, like going to food shelters on the holidays to show them that, you know? That's, like, that's, I feel like, a little bit more of a different way where we can do it locally, because I'm pretty sure if you were to take Delani, um, take your daughter (laughs) over there... Take your daughter to, like, a third world country where it's, like, there's no running water or clean water. It would suffer. Yeah, and it would just be a huge culture shock for her. Oh, yeah. Like, it would be crazy. I mean, granted, it's something that she can definitely learn, but it's, you're just like, whoa. Yeah, because even like, when oh we go gosh. to, yeah, even when we go to Mexico to visit my grandparents, it's, like, they have running water, but even, because the way that they do things over there is a little different, mm-hmm. and she would even be, like, why? Why are they, like, I don't get it, and I was, like, this, this just way it is the way it is like over there they don't sell you like if you buy a soda they sell them in glasses Mm -hmm. but you can't take the glasses they pour the glasses in like a sandwich bag almost and then they keep those because they recycle them Mm -hmm. and she didn't understand she thought it was just like a cool thing a a cool thing that they do i'm like actually it's because they have to recycle that and they have because they reuse them them. yeah it's so cool yeah why don't we do that here but anyway. It's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I know. know. If someone could weigh in on that, um, email us at millennialmomspodcast at gmail. Please and let us know why no, we are no. not on that and we use plastic for everything. I know plastic is so convenient for a lot of people, but it's just, oh, it drives me absolutely nuts. Yeah. The amount of recycling I take out every day. And do they actually even recycle? So that's another thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, should we, we should probably discuss the recycling thing in another podcast, yeah. <laughs> but all I can say is that a lot of the things that are recycled, um, that we try to recycle, it doesn't even end up getting recycled properly and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. It really is. Just like over in China, a lot of the, a lot of the plastics then that are transferred over to China, they're not, like, if it's not meeting to their quality, they burn it. Oh yeah, you told me that. That's ridiculous. So it's like... You're putting all these chemicals back into the atmosphere, and it's like, oh, it's terrible. Anyways. But, yeah, there's that. Um, But, yeah, I definitely say that going after your dream is extremely important, um, though it may be difficult. At one point in your life, you just need to kind of realize that this is not the life that I want for me, Mm -hmm. and I want more. The hardest part is taking that first step. And I think you... You did that. Mm-hmm. You did the hard part of taking that first step of wanting to do this podcast, and it's yeah. something that you've been wanting to do. And here we are. We're beginning it now. Yeah. You Conquering know? our fear, my fear at least. Yeah. That's really good. I'm proud of us. I'm proud. <laughs> it is. It is exciting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I know this is a really short episode. It is our first one, so I hope all of our listeners enjoyed it. And we really want to hear what you guys think. Um, if you're a mom or not a mom, that's totally fine. Or a dude. We want to hear what you guys think on these topics about your time management, how you find time in your chaotic life to kind of um, 
have your free time and to really collect your mind, what are some ways that you do it? Because I honestly would love to know. I, yeah, same. <laughs> you know, so if you can even email us your answers um, or weigh in on these topics at millennialmomspodcast at gmail, that'd be awesome. We'd love to hear from you and we can even discuss it in the intro of our next episode. You want to close this out? I don't know what to say. Well, thank you again for listening, <laughs> and we will hopefully be back. Um, no, not hopefully. We, we will. will be back. We will be back. Hopefully every Monday. Every Monday we will be putting out new um, episodes on our podcast. So thank you so much again for listening, and we will see you next week. Thank Bye. you, guys. Bye.